season as they call it they sure do and it is i'm We're scared the, right now yeah you are um very scared are you okay no but okay i you know that's just because of all the creatures standing around me staring at me smiling they're always smiling and they're definitely here they're not here i don't know what he's talking about anyway um the uh we're getting a lot of not remakes, but reimaginings and legacy sequels. So I put this to you. We're 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 big horror fans, right? Yes, indeed. I want you to pick an old horror movie, and we you can go as far back as the '90s, I suppose, but no early, no later than that, um, or earlier than that, however you want to say that. Uh, and I want you to pick one to be revamped or just remade. It's okay. Okay. And the director you want to be uh, uh, helming that. Now, I just keep it realistic. Okay. Right? So you're not going to say, like, I want Jaws and Scorsese to do it. Like, you know, just, you know, David Fincher is not rebooting any horror properties. Keep it realistic. We know plenty of directors. But think about an old horror movie. You think, like, oh, yeah, that could get a, a modern makeover and be cool. Okay, uh, well, if I have to keep it realistic, the director of my legacy sequel is going to be David Gordon Green. <laughs> I, That's funny. Okay, let's see. The first thing that comes to mind, because these... I feel like these things are usually best done when you've got a franchise that you can kind of... Uh, kind of take the piss a little bit. You don't, uh-huh. have to, you don't have to be super serious about it. Sure. Uh, so I think the answer has got to be, I know what you did last summer. Cool. Fine. Uh, but. Ooh, I just had a good, I just had a good director for that. All right. I, uh, let's see who would be, I mean, I guess, I guess the director I wanted, I want to do that is Ty West because like, I want that sort of big, bold slasher yeah. sensibility. Yeah. yeah. Like he can, he can bring bring fun, bring good kills, uh, good cheer. Yeah, I'm hopefully, just, I'm I'm ba- I'm basically thinking of the exact uh, the exact vibes that came out of X. Right. I uh, can I pitch be... you a director for so is, is that yeah, your pick? Please. I know what you did last summer in Ty West. Yeah, it is. What about I know what you did last summer remake update? Uh, Bo Burnham directing it. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's 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 a little self-referential, right? Sure. The prom queen gets killed in front of the parade. It doesn't have to be a shot for shot. I just like that movie in general. You know the what are you waiting for? Yeah. You know? um, yeah, and he's he's got he's got a darkness to he's him. He's got I a bet darkness it. to him. He's got a wit to him. I think that'd be cool. All right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what uh, I assume you came prepared with one. No, no, no. But I'm, I've been thinking about it, and I wanted to do the Wicker Man, but now I'm like, I am going to do the Wicker Man. I'm going to do the Wicker Man, but I'm going to flip continents. Okay. We're doing this a little more south because it's going to be directed by Jennifer Kent. Ooh. The Babadook and the yeah. Nightingale. All right. That's my pick. That'd be cool and artsy and scary and shit. I, I love that. 
and would, we get like more like Australian, New Zealand folklore. As sure, to, that's to that's a really good idea. Yeah. I would love for Those audiences mountains and shit. Yeah, to understand that the Wicker Man is actually good and yeah. not a big fat joke. Yeah, Wicker Man is scary and awesome and funny and is great. The original. Yeah, that's a good call. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 248th episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. For each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. Um, here we go. We have, uh, I mean, we've had some horror movies come out, you know, the past few weeks. We had two big ones in September, but uh, it's it's October. We got a big horror movie in theaters. It feels like... Fall is here, I com- at least at the box office. I completely agree. And in honor of that big horror movie that has come out, uh, I would like to pay homage to one of the stars of The Exorcist Believer uh, and rank my top five and Dowd movies. The biggest star <laughs> of The Exorcist Believer. We haven't seen it. She might be. Uh, one of our... Uh, one of our most fun character actresses. Uh, you pretty much always know when she shows up in something that you're getting a... The thinking man's Margot Martindale. Yeah, who if is... If I don't say uh, so myself. Yeah. If I do say so myself. Who is also quite the thinker, I find. If I don't uh, say so myself, it's still true. No no shade to Margot Martindale at all. No, I. but you know what I mean, though? It's like... Sure. And Dowd is like... the That's just the thinking man's Margot Martindale. I yeah, yeah. By the ab- statement. Absolutely. I, so... A theme of these movies that we're going to see is uh, movies you've seen. Yeah, they are all movies I've seen. Let's just let the theme show itself as we go through our list. I'll try to guess the theme uh, with number five uh, compliance. Ah, low budget. Yes, this is a (laughs) no. They're not all low budget. Uh, This Um, is a movie that we saw in theaters. We were uh, warned. Heavily warned. I think it was going like a special in. screening, wasn't it? It was. Is that yeah. why they warned us? Yeah. They had uh, they had like mental personnel waiting if yeah. we needed therapy after. I mm-hmm. uh, and, and we were like, what? Because I don't think we knew what it was about. May yeah, and like maybe a little bit, but like we didn't know going in that this yeah. was supposed to be like an endurance test. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out it was in a few ways. It wasn't. As horrific as not they, to us. I'm yeah. sure there are a lot of people who would see it who would be very triggered by it. Sure, I, I don't yeah. think we'd quite gotten there as a society yet with sure. like the sure. the worry about trigger warnings. I it's kind of what they were doing, wasn't it? Yeah, we had personnel outside. And, yeah, it you know, it, it seemed to me like they were more worried that like either like someone like one of us might just be like break down and collapse. I kind of fun movie doesn't quite work. But is kind a of fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's very upsetting. You know I, what? You know what? I yeah, find sure, fun. Sure. Uh, but is a, a great vehicle for just a, a veteran character actress to come and in. And for uh, Dremel Walker, who I believe is the star of that from Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. That sounds right. Yeah. I uh, number four flags of our fathers. Oh, wow. Uh, is she a soldier? Yes. She no. She actually played the flag. Ah. Uh, I uh, waved around. This was this was part of a uh, Clint Eastwood's little and Spielberg. duology. Spielberg Spielberg produced them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, about the uh, the Battle of Iwo Jima and the American and uh, Japanese soldiers that fought in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as good as its counterpart, Letters from Iwo Jima. No, Letters from Iwo Jima is 
great. It is. That's a tremendous movie, and this is a good movie. Yeah. I. Uh, but, kind kind of gets like a bump from Letters from Iwo Jima being so great. Yeah, sure. You just kind of associate them together and be like, wow, there's there's greatness here. Uh, and there's Anne Dowd. She's great. No, yeah, absolutely. You're there's, excluding her from the greatness. I sure that's that's fair. I uh, number three is Captain Fantastic. Okay. This is uh, the movie, movie v- you you like more than me. Yeah, uh, Viggo Mortensen as sort of the out there woodsy father. Who directed this? Who Who's that is guy? That I, actor will, I will find out from for from you. Silicon Valley. I uh, who played the rich guy, Matthew. Oh, really? Matthew something. What's uh, his name? You got it right there. The director of Captain Fantastic, Matt Ross. Yeah. Look up his picture while you're talking. You'll recognize him immediately. Oh, that rich yeah. guy. Okay. See? Yeah. There the, are a lot sort of, of the, guys yeah, the, the yeah. main villain. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Belson. Yeah. Okay. That's Is that interesting. Written there or did you just pull that out? No, it's written there. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Vigo's raising his like nine kids or whatever in yeah. a very like self sufficient like woodsman or something. Yeah, yeah. He's got a bus. Uh, and it's sort of. Cause start starts to unravel as it goes on. I, uh, I think ninety five percent of this movie is really great. Yeah, and then it's got a weird ending. Uh, but oh, I don't remember. I I'll look it up. Sure, but that uh, that do- doesn't detract from all the rest of it, which is really good. It says uh, Captain Fantastic is called back to war. <laughs> That's the sequel. He has to lead his platoon. Uh, yeah, to raise a flag on Iwo Jima. Uh, number two, we're getting to the top here, and we still have kind of a mixed bag with American Animals. Yeah. Remember this movie? The sort of... Uh, yeah, I do. It was about like a library. Yeah, these uh, these like college students plan a heist of old who books, yeah, and it's, uh, it's like part heist movie, part not mockumentary, because it's not funny, but... It's like presented like a documentary, Faux except doc? it's not. Yeah, sure. Uh, or like a docudrama, yeah. perhaps. Uh, Documama. Hey. Uh, <laughs> weird movie that at times is thrilling. Uh, and at other times is mostly just weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't, really doesn't quite come doesn't all together. Quite but, yeah. but again, is like a really great place for an endowed type presence. To just come in and uh, come in and let her rip for a little bit. I. The theme so far is about to be broken up by the number one. It's been movies that are almost really good. I. I think so far everything compliance flags, uh, fantastic and mm-hmm. animals has a lot going for him that just doesn't quite come together. Now these aren't her performances in these movies. These are just the movies. Right? Yes, exactly. I. Number one is both a great and out performance and a great movie start to finish. It is no surprise to anyone that my pick is hereditary. What? Uh, not in honor of spooky season, but uh, appropriately of spooky season. She's in Philadelphia. Yeah, and I've I have foregone ranking Philadelphia Garden State uh, as uh, as recently as my Denzel Washington list because I just like I don't know haven't seen it uh, yeah. in a very long time. Uh, Garden, yeah, Garden State, I considered. That was on the short list. But again, I haven't seen beauty. it in many years. You didn't years. pick Collateral Beauty. I did not consider Collateral Beauty. It is a heinous movie that I really hate watching <laughs> and will never revisit again. 
until Can't the next make podcast me. series about it. No, I'm not watching it. I, I got it. <laughs> I rewatched it a second time. That was one time too many. I let's get to our actual top five though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spooky season, wrong tab. There we go. What's the Exorcist song we do for you? I the Exorcist. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. No, I just have the Halloween song. Shit. I mix those two up. I know. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to find it. I thought you were trying to have me do like Dream Believer by the Monkees. <laughs> and then I realized you just meant the score. I did. Uh, I was going to say. Um, I was going to say. That's uh, not it. That's <laughs> yeah, not it. Do, do, do. <laughs> What's wrong with my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one was The Exorcist Believer, which opened this weekend. It was followed by Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, Saw 10, The Creator, and The Blind. But The Exorcist Believer did top it off. It made $26.4 million in its opening weekend. And uh, it's taking a really long time to load. 28.8 over the four day. It's a, yeah, that's a decent enough result for a franchise that has never been uh, with a $30 million budget, no stars, and bad reviews, right? Yeah, sure. 50 years ago, the original became, obviously, one of the biggest films of all time. It garnered a slew of Oscar nominations, including Best uh, Picture. It was deemed an instant classic, and then four years later, they released a sequel that nobody saw, and then 13 years later, another sequel that bombed, and then a prequel opened decently 14 years after that. But it didn't leave that much of an impression. You know, this isn't the same as Halloween or Scream or Friday the 13th or any other horror franchise that keeps trying to make a comeback. There is no central villain that has stayed in the mainstream for 50 years. Sure, exorcism films were popular like 15 years ago. Remember all those? Like The Haunting of Connecticut. The Exorcism of Emily Emily Rose. Rose, Devil Inside. But the title, The Exorcist, has remained on the sidelines where today's audiences can't don't have a real association with it anymore. You know, Halloween, we got consistency from consistently from 1979 all the way to today. Every five years or so, there was another Halloween movie. Right. Even even, you know, uh, Halloween Resurrection was 2002 and Rob Zombies was 2008. Like it's just or 2009. It just wasn't that long of a span. Yeah. Um, Ellen Burstyn coming back is not the same thing as Jamie Lee Curtis coming back for obvious reasons. So there's no real, like, I can't wait to see this still popular actress play this role again. And there's no, can't wait to see this villain terrorize a new generation of people, uh, bad reviews. And this is an opening this is just very decent. I, you know, it, it's fine. It's fine. Much talk has been made about the $400 price tag that universal paid for the rights to the franchise. But that's not the number we need to be focusing on. We had a lot, a lot of articles going like $400 million. It opened to 20. Is it in trouble? Okay, so that includes the rights to any, you know, any future DVD profits, any future releases. Hollow- Universal's Halloween Horror Nights now has an exorcist thing. Uh-huh. This isn't just for the movies. They then had to make the movies. So $30 million was the budget. A uh, $44 million worldwide debut isn't terrible. The C Cinema score and reviews are, and it's probably going to crash next weekend. Um, the I think it's contractually obligated trilogy they have to make is on shaky ground, though. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do moving forward. If, so th- if Exorcist, the if the Exorcist Deceiver. Uh, yeah, what, are, what are we calling the third one? Um, Weaver. Dreamweaver. No, it's just got to be one word. Okay. The ex, uh, the Exorcist 
What are other Eever words? I. Uh, Skeever. Reaver's not, not a quite. thing. Beaver could be about yeah, beaver. beaver. There we go. Uh, uh, Caitlin Deaver. Teaver. You can't. Oh, you're adding another word. <laughs> uh, no, I just mean it would be called the Exorcist Deaver. Deaver. <laughs> but it would be about. Fever. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's it. It's spelled differently. Movie. They're both like IE. They have okay. IE and yeah, believer and deceiver. But. Yeah. Um, it's a fine opening. Like, I just, I don't understand people thinking that like this was, if, if this was going to, I'm not saying it was going to reach the heights of like Halloween, which was like kind of a perfect storm, but if this was going to reach the heights of like the nun, which made like 50 the first time it came out, like a big, you know, horror number, like a quiet place, stuff right. like that. It wouldn't need to have been the perfect storm. It would have need to have had great reviews. Like there just wasn't a lot of buzz behind this, which makes sense because like, it's just not a franchise that's on the tip of people's tongues. That's really the basis of it. Yeah. This is, you know, so I just, uh, it's not surprising and I think it'll crash and burn, but it didn't cost that much. Um, it's expensive for a Blumhouse title, but I mean, that's like, it makes sense to just do it on this kind of thing. But especially if it like your high is $30 million. Yeah, exactly. They can still, they can still make a big profit on $30 million. Yeah. It's going to crash next weekend in the biggest question mark is going to be the sequel but um so far it's it's like a it's like a decent opening you know? yeah yep decent for them in second place uh we've got a string of second weekends here paw patrol the mighty movie made 11.3 million dollars that was a 50.2 percent drop and it is up to 38.4 it's a harder fall than one would have thought but since the property is strictly like little kid based it's not so surprising. There's probably not a lot of four-year-olds running around at school going, have you seen Paw Patrol yet? You know, they're probably all still at home and shit, right? right? Sure. The word, so, the word of mouth is tough yeah, I mean, you can't really speak yet. Exactly. And, like, you just don't have, like, those kind of social skills where you're just like, oh, Mom, Jason saw Paw Patrol. I need to go. You know, right. that kind of thing. Um, still, it's at $86 million worldwide. It also costs $30 million. So... I say release the next one over a long holiday, and I bet we see another increase in gross here. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's very doable. Yeah. Uh, in third place, Saw Ten made seven point eight million dollars. Uh, that was a fifty-seven point two percent drop. It is up to thirty-two point two. Yeah, that's on the higher end of holds for the franchise, like good holds for the franchise. Um, usually, this thing is a one weekend wonder, and that's always really been because they open on the last weekend of October. So really, right. the event. It's you know, it's a whole thing with like. If you release your horror movie as close to Halloween as possible, the issue is that as soon as Halloween ends, not that one, but as soon as the Halloween holiday ends, the appeal for a horror movie just drops immediately for right. general audiences. So um, this is a decent hold for this franchise. Uh, it's a hot, it's the highest second weekend take since Saw 5 in 2008. And the $13 million film is at 55 worldwide, so sequels probably definitely, definitely going to happen at this point. All right. Excited to ex- excited to get that because it, uh, it, would, it would deserve one. We're on a good streak. In fourth place, The Creator made $6.2 million. That was a 55.6% drop, and that is up to $25 million. Yeah, The Creator, uh, the creator cratered. Uh, yeah. no, no surprise there. Well done. Thank you. Uh, all I have to say about that fucking movie. And in fifth place, <laughs> another second weekend, The Blind made 3.2. That was a 26.5% drop. That is up to 10.5 million. Just a clear case of The Blind leading The Blind. I also have nothing to say. but a Wonderful. Very well done. I, uh, I just thought of that one. Yeah. The other one I had written down. 
Let's see. A lot of, yeah, a lot of orange oh, spotlights. Nothing really going on. Yeah. What uh, do you, what, yeah. What do you haunting got? in Venice. Uh, if you want to, uh, that's across a hundred million worldwide, which is nice. Uh, it's going to get to over 40 here. So again, I think you can roll the dice if you can keep that budget in check. Also bring back the stars and expend for expend for bulls. Expend for bulls. Ex- yeah. Expend for bulls. Expend for bulls. Buy those um, bulls tickets. Is at how much? Uh, that is at fifteen million dollars total. Fifteen what? Uh, fifteen point three. So uh, probably by end of next weekend for sure, it's going to cross the fifteen point eight opening weekend of the third Expendables movie. Nice. That'll take a month. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, that's all I have for spotlights. Yeah. By uh, by Expendables. All right. Well then, let's go ahead and move on and play everybody's favorite game. Which did it make more or less than? Yeah. We all know how to play. I yeah. named three movies, and you tell me whether each one made more or less than Insomnia, Little Women, or both. Yeah. For a bonus point, you can tell me the final gross of each movie within $5 million. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Your first movie is Two Guns. In the middle. Two Guns is in the middle. And that is I correct. Tell you Her- what about it? It's final gross yeah. within $5 million. There's no other option, right? Correct. 83. Not quite. It made $75.6 million. But there's still plenty of time to make that point back with your second film, knowing a recent viewing of yours. Yeah, I did watch Knowing. I did watch Knowing. It's got one good scene. I'll show so you. So you should be knowing... How much money it made. Uh-huh. I'm going to say less. Knowing is in the middle, actually. $70 million. No, stop it. $75 million. Let's go Let's go right down the middle. I know it's in the 70s. All right. Well, that was an excellent pivot because Knowing made $79.9 million. Uh, so, yeah, good. Uh, no, then shouldn't italicize that? I should bold it. Because you're at two points, in fact. Uh, and it all comes down to our final release. Van Helsing. Oh. Um. Hmm. What a good question. Well, I know it's, it's, it's either in between or it's above Little Women. And Van Helsing was like one. It's not 140. It didn't get as high as 140. It's like one. This movie came out 120. I'm going to say more. Years ago. I'm say more. You're locking in on more, and that is correct. It did make more than Little Women. 125. That also just barely gets you the point. It was 120.1. Yes. Yeah. So well done. That is a four-point outing, a victory, on uh, which did it make more or less than. And that brings us right into Come and Gone from a theater near you. Brian, are you ready to go back in time? Yeah. All right. We are visiting 2013. This is week 40. It is October 4th. To October 4th, 2013. Goosebumps. No. Uh, t- t- give me a clue. This is a, a, a movie for adults. This is just a, a, a science fiction drama. 
a couple of a couple of big names heading this up opened at number one of course i should uh, should specify that a couple of big names heading this up it made uh it was number one adult sci-fi movie a couple of big names at the top yeah that's interesting we see it we must have seen it yes we like it yes oh is it not gravity is it uh, is that your guess? Yeah. Yeah, it's gravity. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's quite the spectacle was gravity. I love, love gravity. Loved gravity. Um, gravity made... Uh, how high did gravity go? Shit. I'm going to say 53. Yeah, 55. 55.7. Yeah, why don't you click on gravity for a second? Right. How much did that end up making? Gravity ended up making two hundred and seventy-four million dollars worldwide. Uh, Seven hundred and twenty-three worldwide. Insane. Right. Uh, yeah, it did quite well. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Uh, there was a third release. I think Warner Brothers. Uh, okay. uh, sorry, a second release that came out in third place. Okay. This weekend that is just uh, just barely on the line of should I try to have you guess what this is, but it's happening. That's a different game. I. Uh, should I have you try to guess what this is? <laughs> a little, little, little too many words. Should there. I have you try to guess what this is? I don't know the play. I'll think about if I should have you guess, and then ultimately decide to or not to. So this is a uh, some yeah. games you're silent for like a full minute, and then you go, "No, nah, that's okay." And we yeah. just skip to the next segment we have. This is sort of a. Trashy crime movie. Trashy. Yeah, I think this is probably trashy. I haven't seen it, and I doubt you have, but maybe. Okay. Because uh, it's got some names. I. Uh, but yeah, I th- I think this would be. You know, this is sort of a trashy crime, trashy gambling. Oh, runner, runner. Uh, yeah. Okay. That was that ben was Schwartz that happened a lot quicker. Star runner, runner. Ben Schwartz was in Runner, Runner. Yeah, he sure was. That sounds wrong. Yeah, he was just uh, JT's friend. That's super Is weird. On there? I oh, let's see. I was just looking at the runner, runner. Was that the? They should have done that as the song. That would have been good. Yeah, there you go. Ben Schwartz as Craig, second yep. to last listed on Wikipedia. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I said Justin Timberlake, Gemma Arterton, Anthony Mackie, Ben Affleck. Uh, ben yeah. Affleck's low on that list. He played Ivan Block. He was the first on on the poster. Yeah, that's uh, I. I don't know. All I don't right. know what to tell you there. Runner, runner, uh, opened to eight million dollars. Yeah, seven point seven. Yeah, well done. Uh, that was it for this weekend. Ooh. 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 Ah, ah, ah. Ooh. Look out! <laughs> Squish. That monster has two eyes. <laughs> so we <laughs> two eyes. <laughs> yeah, but they were expecting a cyclops. That monster looks freaky. He's got two of those eyes. <laughs> you got to see the eyes on this thing, though. <laughs> All right, well, it's sometime in October, probably, when this is coming out. That seems right. It's spooky season, the most 
spookiest season of all. It's where the scary skeletons come out. The skeletons come out, and the November 1st, they go right back home. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing, like, a dance with, like, a hat that's not there, yeah. you know? Uh, what would you describe this? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like the... Like a 1930s... Yeah, like, like the frog. Yes, WWWB. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Hello, my baby, etc. Yeah. Hello, my body, because he doesn't have one, so he's talking to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an opposite entity from him. Um, well, this is exciting. We are back with Flicker Treat, our third installment of Flicker Treat. Right. Yeah, and the second where we are tracking yeah. a franchise. The first time we had a guest come in, bring a movie, and they came back a few weeks later, and we picked a corresponding movie. That was fun. And then last year I came up with the idea that hey, there's a big horror movie coming out. Let's it's call it kind of like a culmination. Um, let's watch all the movies leading up to it, and then talk about that. So we did all the Halloweens. Do you think? And I don't know if uh, yeah. We're revealing our subject just yet, Ugh. or if we want to wait another 45 seconds. So scary. Do you think the upcoming installment in this franchise <laughs> has any chance of being as weird as Halloween 3 was? No. I think that's probably right. Was there like a subtitle to it, or was it just Halloween 3? Season of the Witch. No, 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 no. The David Gordon Green 3. Ends. Halloween Ends, that's what it was. They all had names. They did. Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween sure. Ends. Um... I do. As weird I do. As either of those we should, films. We should rewatch that though this year, just as like a now that it's past us and we know that kid's in it. Sure. I really want you to kind of get the cool, the coolness of that and the weirdness of it. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, but a fr- we're talking this year about a franchise that I often, for most of my life, loathed. Sure. But I wanted to watch them, and I'd rent them from the library, and I watched them like. At like seven in the morning on a Saturday, all the lights on, sound very low because I want to know the twists. Right, and the and the uh, the comings and goings, the happenings. And I mentioned, I mentioned, I mentioned it's miss every year. I mention this every year, but when I would go to bed with the TV on, right before I fell asleep, I'd have to turn it away from whatever channel I was watching to like Disney Channel, so there would be no TV spots for this franchise I wouldn't wake up with people going ah and they'd be like oh, blah, blah, blah. and i'd be like oh i definitely saw some trailers for these movies while like getting ready for bed and watching tv in my room and yeah. then i was not happy it's scary but as our appreciation for horror movies has grown um so has our tolerance for <laughs> gore and pain yeah I misery guess. Well, we do love Misery. Yeah. Rob Reiner. Um, and so it's kind of probably the last swing at this franchise we're going to get, I think, for a long time. That's this, what I thought last if time. If this doesn't do well, but now it's like we got the guy back, we're doing the thing again. Uh-huh. If this doesn't work, I think we get 10 full years without anything. So why not discuss and celebrate the Saw franchise with the impeding Release of Saw X. Socks. Which I assume is like Jason X, where they go to space. Yeah, yeah, Saw goes to space. And the puppet has like a metallic mask now. Yeah, he's got a jetpack. Looks like Bane. <laughs> There's no jetpack in Saw. Okay, Jason but X. Saw in space would be dope. Ah! Also, hi, ah! everyone. <laughs> so oh, that was scary. That Hello, is- boys. <laughs> I'd like to play a game. Who is the- are you a g- 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 ghost? Why are you wearing a pig mask? 
that's an not audio imp- medium. No that's not important you. right now. What is important is you'll find under your seats two boxes. Ooh. <laughs> Inside the boxes, you'll find uh, copies of this podcast that have already been recorded. Oh, God. Copies. <laughs> I'm from the oh, future. These are little MP3 players, <laughs> one episode each. I've jumped the shark, and I'm from the future. <laughs> You've jumped the shark from the future, and you're still using the expression "jump the shark." It's Happy timeless. days is still relevant. Yeah, it's still relevant. Indeed. This is our first special guest, uh, uh, our friend Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Hi. That's Welcome his aboard. normal voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was doing was the doing, saw bit. Before. He was doing a bit before, but he normally talks like this. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yep. Andrew here. Um, the inspiration for Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yes, he's very old. I've not seen a dime from it. I got <laughs> screwed by the Henson estate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking AMPTP, you know. <laughs> Damn and that's it. why we're on strike. Are we not just to like reference any pro? We're not part of it. No, we're else. not part of it. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> we do, of course, so uh, support. I'm sure we've talked about this earlier in the episode, but we do, of course, support the writers and the actors. Oh yeah, but we're talking about your shit. Hell yeah, by name. Yeah, we're promoting it even. Uh, Saw the franchise. Noah, what's your relationship with Saw? I saw it was scary. I didn't like scary things when I was younger. Yeah, I uh, like this. This came out in the the prime of our youth, uh, <gasps> oh. and it was not what I sought out. I saw very few horror movies in theaters because uh, I didn't like them. They made me unhappy, and so I didn't really watch these. I saw the first one years later. The mm-hmm. second one, uh, I swear to God, I may have seen the second one before the first one. Sure, well, because it was just kind of a matter of when. You people would rent things, and I would have to be like, okay, I guess. Me? I mean, just Did like. Did we ever rent a Saw movie? Probably. We went to the library. And like we're like, what should we watch? We also went to Family Video. Yeah, we and did. The Hollywood There's Video no way here we and watched there. Any horror movies? I it was. We might have seen a Saw. Right. I I didn't watch it of my own volition. That's for sure. Seen Saw. See Saw Run. I <laughs> uh, and so Run, yeah, I I haven't seen. Most of these, you know, we're talking about the first three in this episode. Those are saw teeth. Those ones. And then the much later ones are yeah. what I have an association with. But like four, five, six. That's exciting. No Exc- <coughs> exciting. Andrew saw. What, uh, do, you, do you know it? Yeah, I saw saw. One might even say I see saw. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I've seen the it's a real franchise with its ups and downs. Am I right? A, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, I saw and actually enjoyed the first three saw movies. Yeah. Uh, from then I have a brief recollection of four and I don't think I sat all the way through five. I've pretty much given up on the series. So I'm excited to actually see the later films and see how far it's fallen. <laughs> We watched, uh, what was it, the seventh one? Yeah, Saw for, 3D, the final chapter. Yeah, Saw 3D, the final chapter, of course, for uh, the most recent uh, Multiplex Madness. We did the uh, flops. Ooh, no, yeah. that wasn't the most recent no, one. No, you're right, it, it wasn't. Uh, what was the most recent one? It was... We did it five, four months ago? <laughs> yeah, man. Five months ago? Uh, and then time passed. Franchises. Yes, that's it. right. We oh, did watch it for we that one. It for the we franchise. did. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it should have been because <laughs> one of we, one of us drafted Saw, so we were watching the f- the best one and the worst one. I think we had decided that we had like seen the first one more recently. Yeah, and so we so just we watched, just, and it was among the worst things I've seen terrible. in recent memory. Carrie Elwood oh, wow. comes back. He does. That's exciting. Literally <laughs> for later. It's literally like ten years later, and the first scene is like a flashback 
to him right after the first movie. Oh, and boy. And he's, like, much fatter. <laughs> dragging his footless leg across that hall. Like, very, very clearly not. Yeah, I know, so yeah, clearly yeah. not the same guy. <laughs> the same way, like, did you watch uh, the uh, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie? I haven't, but I want to. Okay. Uh, that movie has the same quality where they're trying to act like all these people are still their characters from the show, but, like, Aaron Paul looks like he's 45 and yeah. Jesse Plemons has grown. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> he's got he's gotten taller and wider. And, we love you, Jess. Uh, hey, he slimmed down. Dude, all dimensions. Right yeah, I'm just at the time. At the time, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's no. just <laughs> you. You guys are about to get an email from Jay Plims. Just like, look, I don't appreciate so your disparaging sh- comments. Also, Jay Plims might what I weigh on a scale, and then he can shut the fuck up about his weight. Okay? <laughs> I I welcome an email from Jesse Plims. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Will Kirsten Dunst be CC'd? <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's, 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 he's Kirsten Dunst on all of his emails. <laughs> um, what? Uh, where were we? We were talking about our relationship to Saw. What's oh, your yeah. relationship to Saw? Uh, I mean, I talked about the beginning. Yeah. I saw it. I didn't really like horror movies. I'm showing Andrew the opening scene so we could see Dr. Lawrence Gordon. Dr. Lawrence Gordon. Um, this is. They also did this in 3D. Anyway, the Saw franchise is, of course, I'll, while we're doing this, I'll do a little spiel about the franchise in general. Um... Obviously, a huge game changer for horror at the time. Started the trend of torture porn, um, which then became mindless nonsense that was in Hostel, or then went into uh, remakes of things like Friday the 13th and uh, The Hills Have Eyes and shit like that. Um, But it really all started here. It was a a cinematic institution. These are the guys who also wrote Saw 4 coming up, by the way. Um, it was an institute. <laughs> Look at that man and his white, white face. Ooh. He looks He's crazy. doing his best. He's doing his best. Um, and, you know, I just I f- it's it's a franchise that's like so ingrained in our culture that it was released every year, every Halloween. The TV spots would eventually say, if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. Um, it, Which I got to I got to tell you. The thing that always makes me think of every time mm-hmm. I hear that is with a name like Smuckers, it has to be good. <laughs> Which I've never heard. That's like their main I've slogan. I've probably heard it. A... Oh, That's I, Smuckers' I, I, slogan. I only know their secondary slogans. <laughs> I, I feel like there could have been a sauce Smuckers cross promotion where it's like, oh, no, were you suckers. in a jigsaw trap? No, I'm just covered in jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, um, now we're working. But they were released every year. The openings were huge, like two through four or five. It was pretty crazy, their consistency as far as box office gross. And they it ruled Halloween. It also uh, was right after um, the Asian remake phase of like The Grudge and The Ring and right. Longest Call. And, yeah. Mm. Uh, that one with uh, the Pulse. Pulse, yeah. Yep. Cool movie. <laughs> um. And it was kind of the next iteration of that uh, as far as, like, the template for horror in Hollywood and also just based on how cheap they were. They were all about, especially when they get into, like, three and four and five, about $10 million each, and they would go on to make over 100 worldwide. And um, they're really a phenomenon. So it's going to be very interesting now, especially since interest seems to have completely dissipated for the franchise, um, how it progresses and maybe did audiences catch up to the fact, like, oh, all these are... Supposed to be not very good. Maybe they didn't like them. I don't know. I haven't seen... I've seen them all at some point. I don't remember the next, like, four that we were going to watch as well. Yeah. I'm so curious. Like, we'll talk about it later. But, like, where are these movies going to go? 
He's dead. Anyway, all right, let's get, <laughs> let's get into it. We watched the first three. We're also doing four episodes of this. Yes. We broke it down into three segments. Saw through Saw 3 is Jigsaw's trilogy. Saw 4 through Saw 7 is like the end of the main franchise because Saw 3D was the end of that. Wait, no. Four, four through six. Sorry. Yeah. Then seven is right after, like, so six was like the first one that didn't open well. And people were like, whoa. Oh, yeah. And then seven is the one where it was like, oh, we're done. And they also build it as the final chapter. They, like, saw the writing on the wall. Seven, I'm pretty sure, came out, Paranormal Activity Year. And, like, oh, that's the new thing. Um, yeah, these the, the last three are all kind of their last-ditch efforts. Yeah, saw the final chapter. Relevance. Like, we're closing it out, hopefully on a high note. We got the 3D bump, which did help for a weekend. And then uh, Jigsaw, like, seven years later, he's back. Uh, I believe it's a prequel to all of them. And then... Spiral, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Chris Rock loves the Saw movies, and he had an idea, so they gave him money to do it. I don't um, remember there being an idea in that film, but we'll get to that <laughs> later. I remember the twist was cool, but I don't remember much else. I got it. I got to say, and we've talked about this, but I have to put it on the record early on. Mm. Uh, Saw X being named as such mm-hmm. when like oh, yeah. Spiral is considered the ninth movie. Like that shit is a spinoff. It'd be like Fast 9 being Fast X. Yeah, or like if you... Because you're counting Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, exactly. If you yeah. didn't mm-hmm. make either Fate of the Furious or Fast 9 and just made Hobbs and Shaw and then they put out Fast X, and it's like, it's not the 10th one. It's the 9th one. Oh, that was more complicated than my smile. <laughs> I was like, what if F9 was just called Fast X? They counted that as attention. Like, yeah, what if sure. instead of that they didn't make one of those movies and they had Hobbs and Shaw? Then oh the last God, movie. I'm just I, I'm just trying to will them having not made one of those movies <laughs> in the world. Um, nope, they're all made and <laughs> they'll continue Damn to man. do it for about two more movies. Uh, all right, so let's just get. I also want to see if you and I can follow the story <laughs> sure <laughs> of like who are the players so, yeah what are they doing so how, far i've got it how best can we recount uh chronologically yeah. the events of chronologically the, series? Yeah, get out the alliances <laughs> yeah when did that person die who's the apprentice yeah just all that shit what yeah. actually happened especially now if you saw three we're just like a clean slate like yeah, you're, you're, you're what's, literally what's you going have no on? idea who the next apprentice could be no that's awesome do you know I don't recall. Oh, it's it's I not it. what's revealed wait. many movies later. It's going right? to no. It's going to freak your bean when we do it. Okay, oh, it's bean freak. so. It's going to be so funny because you're going to be like, wait, how could they have thought of that before? It's so funny. Anyway, all right. Um, before we get to that next episode, let's talk about these three movies. So I have notes. <clears throat> Saw two strangers awaken in a room with no recollection of how they got there and soon discover their pawns in a deadly game perpetrated by a notorious serial killer. Directed by James Wan, written by Lee I. Wannell, starring Carrie Elwes, Lee Wannell, it's probably just Lee, right? Yeah. Lee Wannell. Wannell? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, Danny Glover, Ken uh, Wang, Shawnee Smith, Monica Potter with Michael Emerson and Tobin Bell. Released October 29th, 2004. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, 46 on Metacritic. Sean Alexander, the Seattle Post-Intelligencer, I hate that word, said the most ingenious 
eccentric, and brazenly jaundiced psycho thriller to come along in years. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times wrote, an officially made thriller, cheerfully gruesome, and finally, not quite worth the ordeal it puts us through. <laughs> and Peter Travers of Rolling Stone commented, it's gross as hell. $104 million worldwide on a budget of $1 million, the one that started it all. Uh, Andrew, do you remember where you first saw Saw or how old you were or anything like that? Oh, wow. I definitely didn't see it in the theater. Uh, I must have been a teenager. I probably saw it you on... You were definitely a teenager. Oh, oh, definitely. I don't know if you saw Saw when you were. You were definitely a teenager. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> were a teenager. If I had to guess, I saw it on... Uh, satellite tv uh, yeah this was this was before like on demand so i probably caught it while it was playing on some channel this definitely what like i'm i'm sure my parents didn't know i was watching saw do you remember like the old on demand where it wasn't like because it wasn't on demand it was pay-per-view so sure. it wasn't like i want to rent this movie i will do it and it will start now it was a channel that just showed the movies yeah. continuously. Yeah. And you had and to catch them at the right time. Yeah, and you'd have to pay for it, and you click pay, and then it's like, this one's ending, and in 10 minutes, the next one will start. Oh, yeah. It, it was definitely, when I saw it, <laughs> I, I certainly didn't pay money for it. Uh, it was on one of those like looping movie channels. Yeah, and so strange. I just kind of caught it at the beginning, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to watch Saw. Did Let's you like it then, and what did you think now? Uh, I did like it, which is very interesting. Um, I'm <laughs> not you. Okay, I think I talked about this last time when I was on last Halloween. Uh, but uh, horror movies and I have a strange relationship. Uh, I get very, very frightened. Yes. Uh, but that doesn't mean I don't like them. You don't like jump scares. <laughs> no, I don't. It's spooky ghosts hate that shit. That's why Skinnamarink, when you came down for the second half of that, I fucking freaked. was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, no, I could not sleep that night. Uh, I. Uh, it's good, woo! though. Only one who liked the movie in the room. Yeah. Shocking results. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, with Saw, there are no scary ghosts, so I am not frightened of it. No, but yet. it is thrilling, and, like, uh, you know, it gets your pulse up. Jigsaw's dead. He's about to become a scary ghost. There oh, you go. <laughs> the ghost of Jigsaw comes back <laughs> to jump the shark. What about now revisiting it? How did you feel about this rewatch? Uh, I uh, it is it, it has aged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't want to say it has aged poorly, but uh, it reminded me how much I like the like jaundiced. Jaundiced is a really great description of the films because it is literally green and yellow. Thank you, Sean Alexander of the Seattle Post Intelligence. Yeah, he, he took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, and I feel like it's emblematic of films from the early 2000s, that like green color scheme. And it, it's nostalgic to me. So like when I see Saw 1, I'm like, oh, yeah, they did used to be green. So many of these early 2000s movies were like the there was a time and every single one of them. And I don't remember if James Wan was a video a music video director but so many of them were music video directors because P- studios were like they're going to be cheap they're going to shoot and it's going to look weird and interesting or cool or whatever for kids yeah. and that's going to make up for a lot of it the guy who did Nightmare on Elm Street was a video game director and some of them t- like David Fincher was a music video director I, I said video game the second time I had music video <laughs> um, but yeah it has that very like kinetic like this is we learned that we could do this in avid style editing mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh we could do this let's do this all the time noah yes i want you to be the plot master here okay so do you have a take on uh what's going on in saw what are the major beats that you're like okay we know this this is for sure happened at this time okay i uh, so 
the two guys, uh, Dr. Larry and Adam. Adam. Well done. Thank you. Uh, they wake up in the bathroom and they go through their whole saw leg experience. He doesn't uh, want to cut through the chains. Which well, I'm, I'm not going to like recount beat he by beat. He wants to cut through our teeth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wants them to cut through their teeth. Uh, and so up. that <laughs> that all saw happens. Up. Meanwhile, <laughs> the police are investigating. Yeah. And they are already familiar with Jigsaw's work. Yeah, so all the other traps we see are flashbacks to either the detectives investigating or Dr. Larry explaining things he's read about in the paper. Or was in the room for, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> That, <laughs> that part's not clear. He has a real vivid description of these things that the detectives told him about. Danny Glover went mad. Uh, yeah. And There's also like, that like time jump that we get that's weird. We're like, they catch Jigsaw, right? And then Ken Leung dies. Right. And then it's like months later. Danny <laughs> Glover's been like devoting his life to Is this. Is it ever explicitly stated how long that time gap no, is? No, but I feel like it's a while. He's got all that yeah. yarn up there and shit. Yeah, and, he, and he's definitely like, not he's a talking days. to his friend. He's had yeah. time to go crazy. You're with me, right, Brendan? Yeah. I am, sir. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I love it's my Brendan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, and I think that's it. Like, and this is the first one is we meet Amanda. She is yeah, we, uh, we see a her previous flashback. victim. They question her at some point. We, like, see them talking to yeah, her. Yeah, and Carrie Elwes is, like, in the other room watching right. it for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> Was not clear why. But, yeah, the first one is pretty straightforward Yeah, plot-wise. Plot-wise, the time frames are a little jumpy. And then, of course, it ends with, uh, it turns out that um, uh, the real Jigsaw is uh, Michael Emerson is the first uh, he's doing it. Cause he's also, it's a game for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. The jan- the janitor from he's uh, blackmailing the him or something. Or yes. He's like making him do it. I forgot what he has on him. Yeah. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo, <laughs> but, but, it's, uh, Wait, but, he's, but he's he was poisoned, right? He was going to give him the antidote that. Yes. He, cause he's not an apprentice. No. Right. He doesn't believe in what Jigsaw's doing. No. Yeah. He's also being compelled to do this by uh, audio tapes. It's also very funny now knowing that Amanda helped him. That he right. also was blackmailing a man. Yeah. It's like he, he really couldn't do it. Amanda was like, I got a boss. And he's like, no, she's moving so slow. She can't carry all that. I'm going to get somebody else. One. <laughs> we, need, gonna, we need help. I'm going to go to the uh, the ads in the paper <laughs> and see what I can do. Um, uh, but yeah, he's John Kramer is terminal cancer. And uh, uh, he's he's a he's the janitor at the hospital. Worst Larry Gordon. John Kramer was Larry Gordon's doctor. Do we know that yet? Yeah, we yeah. must have. Yeah. yeah. John Kramer's like when Doctor told him the other way around. Yeah, scratch that, reverse it. Yeah, flip it, reverse it. Missy Elliott. It. Um, he's uh, he's uh, John Kramer's doctor who told him he has terminal cancer. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why. Oh, and he's cheating on his wife and hates his life, and so that's why he's being punished. The whole thing with Jigsaw is it's like you don't deserve the life that you have because you're not taking it seriously. So let's teach you how to do that. Right. Which I was like expecting. To be more of a through line in these movies. Yeah. Uh, like, my memory of it was that John Kramer is someone who has, like, a, a sick and twisted, but a moral code. Right. Uh, and he's like, I I only go after, like, I'm basically Dexter, but worse. I only go after those that are wrong or behaving poorly, and I correct their behavior, and I want them to do good, because mm-hmm. good is right. I, And he's not quite that virtuous in his way he's still like even even having still his own rules yeah he's still kind of a freak (laughs) which i think is interesting 
I... He's still a villain. Yeah. That's probably what, like, that toes that line where you're like, oh, I guess they deserve it, but you're also just like, but don't do it this way. Yeah, yeah. you understand yeah. his motivation and why he's doing it, but we don't condone these actions, yeah. although we enjoy watching them. And, you know, uh, and then the other guy in the room was taking pictures of Carrie Elwes. Yeah, uh, he, he was, he was yeah. like a PI. Who John Kramer hired. It was just like a... He makes his money sleazily. So anyway, then there's a body in the middle of the floor. Wakes up. That's actually John. Uh, Carrie Elwes crawls out of nowhere. We don't know where he goes. And then uh, the other guy is left alone. John Kramer says the famous right. lines. Game over. What did you think of Saw on this rewatch? I was surprisingly down on it. Mm. I I came into it with like a, a general memory of enjoying it and like ready to ready to appreciate the sort of kernel of the idea mm-hmm. that birthed everything you know i'm thinking all the all the movies to come are just like a series of trap after trap after trap and like how gross can we get yeah but this is the one that's kind of like slower and more interesting and like it's got the long extended thing in the room it's more like a psychological thing right. i and you know apologies to james wan i mostly just found it to be like pretty poorly made oh interesting i I w- James, we love you. Don't take that. Uh, That's another email. Yeah. I love you, James. <laughs> I tell everyone to watch Malignant. I make a sequel. I thought that the the way it was put together, I mm-hmm. uh, just felt really disjointed. Yeah. It, it did not at all to me feel like this is a long extended thing in this room with these two guys just kind of like freaking out and learning stuff. Because the way it would cut to the other traps and it would cut to the detectives and just a lot of, a lot of weird, hard disjointed cuts that did not make it feel cohesive. I also found that like, I have a, I have a lot of room generally for, uh, unpolished performances and just a lack of polish in general in cheap horror movies. Uh, I, I, I like to watch things like, Oh, you know, this doesn't, this isn't like a like a big, well crafted horror, but it's like an interesting thing. It's got a premise, and like it's a little rough around the edges, and that's fine. I I found that both uh, Lee Wannell and Carrie Elwes were so bad in this movie <laughs> that I I really struggled to get past it, and like I thought Lee Wannell was worse. But Carrie Elwes is a professional actor who has been in uh, several things before. Yeah. And so I kind of blame him more. Uh, and it just it really, really took me out of it. I just I didn't have as good a time with it as I thought I would. Interesting. Um, I kind of agree, but there's something weirdly charming about that. I th- it's very unpolished. It's too young. First time filmmakers writing a big movie together and it's made for a million dollars. It's like an independent movie. I like that it's sloppy like that. I like that it's unique in its ideas and its premise and it's like gore and it's camera, you know, the camera work. I like that um, it doesn't feel studio made, whereas like a lot of these do just because they are more polished and they're following a formula. There's no formula for this one. This is them just like. These are all their crazy ideas. They're not going, we have to hit these benchmarks sure. to make our Saw movie. This is, we're making a movie that is like this. And I find that very intriguing. It's a, just maybe the best twist. We should also do that twist. Oh, best twist. Okay. Best twist. 
Uh, we'll write that down when we get to the thing. Uh, this may be the best twist. It's so good that he's in that room with them the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Bonkers. Um, and it's awesome. And, yeah, I think that some of the acting is very bleh, but um, part of that is charming and part of that is grating, but I also just think that's part of, like, the experience of watching almost like a grindhouse movie. Yeah. Which this is very close to just being. I think that mm-hmm. the fact that this was a successful movie kind of hurts the hurts the opinion of it because if this was just a movie that like came out and made like $2 million and nobody talked about, it'd be having a huge resurgence right now and people going, there'd be midnight screenings of this. This could have been a cult classic. This is something that someone tells you like, you know, you should really check out on shutter. Yeah. We should check out movie called saw. We should get drunk and watch saw. It's really funny. And like you'd watch it and go like, yeah, this feels like seventies dirty, almost kind of movie making. Sure. That's what I find really endearing about it still. Yeah, I can I can see that. I, uh, yeah. It's just a shame that it burst a hugely successful franchise. Yeah, <laughs> because then you're looking at it going like this was like, all right, well now I look at this as going like this spawned ten sequels, you know. Yeah. But um, by itself, I think it's just I, like a really rock and roll kind of thing. I do did. think you know as we'll as we will talk about in a few minutes. Like I I personally find the studio strictures and formulas that are kind of appended onto this to be helpful. Yeah, I mean, they can't, it's just also nice knowing you're going to get a big twist and, you know, oh, we walked into a room, let's see what this trap is, and yeah. this person will probably die and that kind of thing. Makes It's a little comforting in a weird way, but... All right. Star rating for Saw, out of four. At, ooh, right, out, of out of four? four. Oh, for the fir- Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Um, Taking the very first Saw on its own merits, Um, th- I, I'd say two and a half. Okay. Noah? Uh, I'm a two out of four on the first saw. Uh, I'm going still three. Okay. Yeah. Best uh, trap of the movie. What do we think? Do we count, like, the premise? Yeah. In the room? I, I was, yeah, well, yeah, you could have absolutely do that. I was going cutting, to say. Cutting yeah. your foot off. Yeah, I, I think it's... Iconic. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is without question. Like I, I think it's either that or, like, is it just... I think the barbed wire one's too cruel. I do think it's, like, the... The, the bear claw. Oh, yeah. And the trap. bear trap is like a, a fan favorite. Comes back. You see him doodling the pictures of the yeah, bear trap. The yeah. bear trap, which is on two people in the movie. Right? Is it on the guy? who What's, what's on the guy who has to cut his eye out? Um, so there's a gun. Is that the gun necklace? What's on? Remember uh, the guy? Oh, that's in two. That's in two. Sorry. I'm thinking of the opening of two. Okay. The yeah, guy, yeah, the keys yeah. behind his eye. Never oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the bear trap's iconic. I just like... It's got to be the room, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely the room. Um, all right, Saw Two, right? Yeah, here we go. The Saw House, <laughs> the house, house the Saw built. Saw Two. A detective and his team must rescue eight people trapped in a factory by the twisted serial killer known as Jigsaw. Ooh. Directed by Darren Lynn Boisman, written by Lee Wano and Darren Lynn Boisman, starring Tobin Bell, Donnie Wahlberg, Shawnee Smith, Eric Knudsen, Frankie G, and Beverly Mitchell. Released October 28th, 2005, 37 on Rotten Tomatoes, 40 on Metacritic. Chris Kaltenbach of the Baltimore Sun said, There's an honesty to the film that elevates it a cut above standard slasher fare. And Mark uh, Savlov of the Austin Chronicle said, It's come and gone before you know it, and like death, that's a good thing. And Michael Phillips of the Chicago Tribune said, quote, It's not a film. $148 million on a worldwide on a budget of four saw two, I believe uh, famously Darren Lynn Boisman had written a movie called like 
the strangers is the perfect escape, something like that. Okay. The whatever. Um, that he kept shopping around and people were saying, no, 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 no. And then it got in the way to the saw producers and they said, oh yeah, why this could just be saw two. So I think a lot, I think uh. his plot was people trapped in a house. Sure. Which shit happening to them that he wrote concurrently when saw was being made as well. So he didn't like know that was a formula. And yeah. then, Lee came in to kind of saw it up a little more. Yeah, it's a, this is a Die Hard 2 situation. This is like, this script is fine. What if it had John McClane in it? This is like the prototypical Saw. This is where we kind of get into the thing of the formula of Saw. Right. People going from room to room, being killed. Uh, Noah, plot. Yeah. So we have the... The people wake up in the house. Uh-huh. I... <clears throat> They include a bunch of people we've never seen before. Also, Amanda She's from back. the first movie. She's she has so been upset. reinserted yeah. into a trap. She got back into a heroin or something. Yeah, she was not treating She's herself, herself well, like that. Yeah, yeah. as uh, she puts it. Uh, they also feature a young boy who is the son of Detective Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, Eric Matthews is his name, <laughs> which is a character from Boy Meets Phoenix. World. Phoenix. <laughs> he shouts, Phoenix. <laughs> I. <laughs> So, yeah, also the uh, detective Carrie, who shows up in the first one as one of, like, the exposition police. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, she, she returns and is like, Jigsaw is still jigsawing it up. Yeah. Uh, and Detective Matthews gets pulled into the case. And then things get even more twisted when they capture Jigsaw yes. at his lair. But then he reveals to them that this house trap is ongoing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, one of the victims is Donnie Wahlberg's son. And it's a punishment for Donnie Wahlberg because he and his son have been fighting. I, and he's also, all these people, as we find out, he, like, framed. or Yeah, Do- Donnie Wahlberg's a shitty corrupt cop. Yeah. He's violent, and he will plant evidence on people. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, they have a, him and his son have a strained relationship. So him and Jigsaw talk a bunch. Way more screen time for Tobin Bell here. Yeah. And the whole thing is like, Donnie, I got your son in there. Uh, you and me have to have a chat. Mm-hmm. Once we're done, I'll give you your son back. Yeah. Those are the rules. That's my game. I Don't doesn't, worry. He's safe. Yeah. It doesn't go so well. Donnie oh, Wahlberg's got pe- a bit of a temper. And the people in the house, of course, have been poisoned. There's poison seeping into the house, and they're trying to get antidotes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. a nerve agent. And yeah. They need to get the antidote, or they'll slowly die, which they do. Uh, <laughs> and they have to go from room to room uh, engaging in traps yes, that are... Uh, you know, they find they all have relationship to each other as well as to Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, classic uh, twist. Uh, and yeah, the, and the final twist. The final twist. We find that Donnie Wahlberg does not play Jigsaw's game. He, he just starts him. beating the shit out of him and is like, "Take me to the fucking house." Or they get like okay. a hit on the location or something. I forgot what it is, but yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Jigsaw's like, "All right," and they go to the house, uh, but it turns out that actually the feed they were watching was on a delay his son is just like locked in a safe in the in the room with the cops they were standing yeah Yeah. and then donnie Wahlberg gets uh someone gets dropped on him and he gets locked in the bathroom from the first one we learn that amanda is in fact an accomplice Mm -hmm. right and has helped plan this yes and is in on it um all right uh saw two how did it go what did you think saw two um tough to say here tough to say i'm i'm gonna say three Three stars. Oh, 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 we're not doing the stars yet. You can do that now if you'd like. <laughs> but what did you think in general? But in general, uh, it's interesting because I think the first film is uh, 
un- unbelievably clever. It was the progenitor spawned all these. Mm-hmm. The second, as as you know, a bit of a piggyback. Not quite as clever, but uh, it establishes these through lines. It really like nails home the foundation that the rest of the films are going to be made off of. So I think they're both pivotal in their own way. I liked it. It's tough to compare it to the first one. Yeah. I think in terms of just style and cleverness, for lack of a better word, I liked the first one a little more, but the second was more polished and was easier to follow. We, we were talking about this as we were watching it. It just it bothered me a little bit that the camera is so stagnant in it. There's not as much of the the panicked camera movements sure. to kind of match the people. Because that's a lot of what heightens our situation is that the people can't move. So the camera is doing the frantic freaking out for them so we as the audience can be like oh shit this is crazy what's happening there's not a lot of that in this what did you think of saw too um i pretty much completely agree with andrew and that like it is it is on its face like clearly less clever like a little less clever a little less inventive and a little less fresh but also like has just a has a bit more polish is just a a slightly more uh coherently made thing to yeah, me it's a little more focused in, and in its storyline yeah and so i found it to be a lot more enjoyable to watch even yeah. if it didn't have that same you know like sort of underground rock and roll quality you were talking about with the first one it's certainly less chaotic there's they're not juggling as much in this one i just there's something that lacks for me about the traps themselves are so quick to come and go yeah, mm. that like there's not time with them for the person to be like, OK, now this is happening to me now I got to figure out how to get out of this. That just kind of happens. Guy gets shot in the head. We're done. Girl gets her hands in the thing. Two seconds later, she's done. Yeah. You know, there's just the guy gets in the head with the bat. Like there's not a lot of time for the trap except for the furnace, which looks really fake to me. And then the one that we'll talk about, which is easily the best one. Mm-hmm. But um, that's. Think, co- yeah. Sorry, I just I think that I think that's definitely true and is a. Something they will continue to kind of course correct on as the series yeah. goes on, but like, yeah, this this felt exciting that like, oh, they're they're in this house and they're just going from room yeah. to room and trap to trap, and like, it's it's kind of possible to not really notice that there's not that many traps, right? And they just kind of do come and go like that, and like yeah, they're less intricate, less memorable. Yeah, one person dies from the poison, one person is just murdered by somebody else. Yeah, yeah, and and then they do that weird like fake asleep thing. Where the kid pretends to be dead so he could like shoot the guy. Yeah. It's like why did what? Yeah, he's, we, he's he's like oh I'm so sick. She's like she's play dead and then like, shoot wink. him in the face and he's like okay, um, <laughs> you know. But it uh, I I do like the scenes with Jigsaw a lot and Donnie Wahlberg. It's just mm-hmm. like Tobin Bell yeah. has such a great presence and it was really smart of them to go oh this is our guy like Jigsaw is the hook here. So even though they kill him in the next movie, like. Jigsaw's the hook. We're putting him on screen as much as possible. And it's got a really good twist. I really like the twist. Yeah. It's to- Tobin Bell is definitely like he like you say, he's the guy. Yeah. He's he's who you have to put the focus on. Absolutely. And I I also found yeah. it like really uh, illuminating of how grating I found the performances in the first movie. Sure. That I spent a lot of the second one going, Finally, Donnie Wahlberg, a professional. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Frankie G does a lot of poor heavy lifting here. When he's freaking out, uh, I didn't really like him in it. But Shawnee Smith's good. Which, which one is? Uh, he's the guy who goes crazy. He's like the main, he's neck. like yeah. the villain, the big, guy. big okay. guy. Yeah, big he's guy. he's not good. Where are you? <laughs> but he uh, he was still like above the line of I guess like what what cool I can tolerate in movies. I like, like him this. cutting his the number off his neck. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Didn't need to do that. 
I think it also would have been cool if like he said like tell me the number and they tell him yeah. and he like runs into the other room to do it and they told him the wrong number and then he has to cut his neck off but he dies before he can actually yeah. put it in. And I also I got to say so the whole the whole premise of the numbers on the neck is that there's a there's a safe in like the living room. There's antidotes like throughout. Yes, but yeah. the but numbers are, the numbers are specifically related to the safe yes. that is supposedly full of antidote for them. Uh and the combination is like Everyone has a number written on their back, and there's like eight of them yeah. in this room. I, I haven't used like every safe out there. You've used a lot, but I'm I'm generally familiar with a combination lock, and it's like three, four numbers. Yeah, yeah, w- it's definitely not that many. It's a lot, and he has to remember all of them, and he's like dying, and I'm like, you don't remember. And all like, numbers, you, need to, sir. you need to know the order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No what what, what took me out of it is he's not writing these down or anything. Yeah, it's like he just got these Luckily, off the dome. He or? dies before we have to get to those answers. Sure. Mike, I chalk it up to just he's losing his mind. Uh, I, I would love to see him in front of the safe, just like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to know, like, because Jigsaw's whole thing is that these things are solvable. Yeah, like you can't. Mm-hmm. You are you are able to get out. Well, if, if they had just the if they had just worked together. Got into the safe instead of trying all the different traps, right? Yeah, it would have been fine. But like, how do you, how do you how do you puzzle that out? You have you have like ten numbers written down in front of you. Yeah. You got to open a combination lock like that. Maybe it was done by age. It'll take days. Or height. I don't Maybe. know. There, there must have been a way. Well, um, I mean, the order was the color because he said follow the rainbow, right? Oh, yeah, and they were all different okay. colored numbers. Okay, well, there aren't eight colors. But that never came to play though. because they didn't work together. They, they didn't, didn't work chance. together. That sure. is going to be a theme. Hey. I, there's a whole movie where the twist is that they could have done it. Oh, I remember that one. I did not notice one. that mm-hmm. the numbers were different colors. And I now, that you, now that you mention it, I remember thinking while watching it, like, yeah, but what's the rainbow thing? Yeah, I literally, the, the, like, during the recording, he was like, uh, the, the order is over the rainbow. I was like, okay, d- done, got it. Yeah. What, um... <laughs> you would have gotten out of there. Stars. I would love to be in a saw. Oh man, put me in, coach. <laughs> I could. I you sitting on your. I could have pulled the. I'm built sh- different. I could have pulled those chains out of my flesh. No I'm problem. an armchair <laughs> saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if I was That's there. not how you get the. Yeah, if I was there, it we would have gone down different. You're, like, you're like fucking. Uh, what's his name from Scream? The the one with Jamie the rules. Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. It was like, no, this is how it goes. <laughs> I know everything. Everyone shut up and listen to me. Star rating for Saw 2. Uh, this one is a two and a half for me. Two and a half. Two and a half for me as well. All right. I believe I gave mine as three. You said three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. you with that? All right. Yeah. Uh, best trap. I mean, for me, it's the needle pit. It, no question. The neopet? The, neo, the needle. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have to play Neopets. It's truly excruciating. For those of you at home, I just gave Brian the look like, um, the Neopets? <laughs> he did. Uh, the Needle Pit. The Needle Pit. Yes. The hypodermic needle pit. Yeah. Dirty that is, needles. That mm-hmm. is something that has stuck with me since even if, I saw this at some point in high school. Even if the sound like, design is just like glass hitting each other, I'm like, I don't think that's how that would sound. But yeah. it's still... Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's horrendous. I, I actually really liked the one where the girl put that's her, her hand in. Best, yeah, I feel favorite. like it, we could have held on that a little longer. But that's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. One you? yeah we, no, it, I, I definitely agree. Needle? It's a needle bit for right. just that reason. Like, yeah. the sort of raccoon razor trap is cool, but uh, it just, like, she goes into it and then we just, like, cut away from her and never see her again. Like, yeah. there, there's no resolution in that moment. 
or in the movie. She's yeah. just she's just gone. Now. We, 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 oh, oh, you uh, mean uh, the one in the the wrists? Yeah. We get the moment where Frankie G comes in to cut her th- to check her thing, and she's just like hanging there. Yeah, she can't oh, move. Okay. She's stuck there. She's uh, another good. argument for the needle pit being the best one, though. I just thought about this is because, um, uh, oh God, I'm blanking on her name. Allison. Amanda. Amanda. Uh, Amanda is a recovering addict. She used to yes, shoot up. So sure. there's a sick irony in her being thrown into the needle and pit. And also, and this is uh, yeah. pro- probably what you were uh, you were about to say. So go. I'm no, I wasn't. Go ahead. Okay. I, I don't know if I was. Amanda's in on it. Yeah, oh, I, I was. I was about to say that. I used to do a bit in high school about that, where she's a she. She gets thrown in, and then she goes, "Yeah, you guys check the hall down there." And she's like a passage door, and she's like, "What the fuck was that? Push <laughs> yeah. me in there." That was not part of the plan. Those were yeah. clean, right, John? John, we made sure those were clean needles. We did. Okay, good. Jesus, we and are OSHA like, compliant. I, 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 or I think the bit I did was I literally would fall in and go, huh? "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> just stand up and just like click my open door passageway just like walk in I'm done I'm not doing it anymore yeah. big employees only legs <laughs> I'm, not doing I'm not doing it anymore I have the cure fuck you guys that's <laughs> bullshit yeah I know it's very funny that you get thrown in there um always makes me laugh truly looking back on it alright yeah, he was three. laughing a lot <laughs> here we go Saw three. Jigsaw abducts a doctor in order to keep himself alive while he watches his new apprentice put an unlucky citizen named Jeff through a brutal <laughs> test. Directed by Darren Lynn Boysman, written by Lee Wannell. Starring Tobin Bell, Shawnee Smith, Angus McFadden, uh, Bahar uh, Sumka, with Costas Mandalore and Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, released October 27th, 2006. Rotten Tomatoes, 30%. Metacritic 48. Scott Foundas at LA Weekly said, All told, this is a more affecting study in grief, guilt, and human frailty than Babel. <laughs> Scott Tobias of AV Club said, Saw 3 may be the best of the trilogy. <laughs> Scott Tobias of AV Club said, No, it's not. <laughs> it's objectively false. <laughs> Saw 3 may be the best of the trilogy. Hopefully, it'll encourage its makers to wrap the franchise on a relatively oh. high note. Boom, boom, Whoops. boom. And Rob Nelson of the Village Voice said, "This is laughably absurd. 165 million dollars worldwide on a budget of 10." I love that reaction to a Saw movie. <laughs> this <laughs> is preposterous. No, this couldn't have possibly happen. Where could happen. he have sourced all those pigs? Right. <laughs> I, I, I did have that question. It does not track. Those pigs have been rotting for two weeks. Where is he keeping them? Um, all right, Saw Three, Andrew. What do you think of the? Well, I actually, Noah's never seen it. I'm going to go to him. Yes, mm-hmm. Saw Three. I had never seen this, but I found as I was watching it that I'd heard about a lot of it. Oh, interesting. I like I I knew what the twist was in like the back of my head, mm-hmm. and then once they once the clues started appearing, I was like, oh right, this is uh, this is when the doctor the doctor is his his mother is the doctor <laughs> his wife is the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I. The boy like got I, hit by a car. <laughs> His father's put yeah, through a series of yeah, tests. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who was the doctor? <laughs> what? I uh, like. I knew Jigsaw would die. All mm-hmm. that. I. Uh, I. Did you know Amanda would die? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know she would die in this one. Okay. I I thought maybe and like especially with you showing uh, the poster to Saw Four. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I knew Amanda's thing was that she was putting people in traps that mm-hmm. they couldn't get out of. And so I thought maybe the fourth movie was going to be like her, her, in a room, interesting, uh, getting punished for ruining the thing. Okay, uh, and it turned out that she got that shot. might happen later for a different apprentice. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I the chain thing happens. 
Oh. I'm pretty sure that's where the chain yeah. is. All right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this one to kind of be a... I thought it was the best of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it was like... It really improved on what two was lacking mm-hmm. while still keeping the sort of polish that two had. Uh, just in that like its traps were... It looked pretty good. Uh, the whole movie looked more, pretty good. More well-considered... Uh, grosser and like you you lived in them. Yes, there were a lot of moments of like the woman freezing, the pigs thing especially. You really felt that happen. Yeah, and yeah. also just like I give a lot of points. We uh, the movie the movie starts with uh, Donnie Wahlberg still yes, locked plot, in please. the bathroom. Yeah, and yeah, I'll, I'll go through the whole thing in a second. But just okay. like he he immediately jumps like I got to get out of here. He doesn't cut his leg off, but he does grab the toilet lid and just obliterate his fucking foot so he can slide it awesome. through the chain. And it's you cool, you both great. may remember that I shouted when he did <laughs> yes. that. Uh, because it just completely caught me by surprise. And that's by surprise. Wants. And then was also like, oh, my God, like that seems so much worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The visceral uh, sound design. It yeah. did such heavy lifting. And so job. that like big, big ups for that moment. I, so yeah, I, I I enjoyed watching it. I will say the plot. I uh, Donnie Wahlberg wakes up in the bathroom, uh-huh. uh, smashes his foot, crawls to freedom. Yeah. Uh, we check in on him later. <laughs> After Noah uh, goes, what happened to Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> yeah, okay, I want him back. I uh, we start with Detective Carey, mm-hmm. who is on the uh, still on the trail of Jigsaw. Things are getting worse. She's noticing the pattern yep. is not quite what it was. <laughs> I, uh, and then she is caught in a trap and killed, uh, and then she's ousted, in a in a seemingly escapable trap. Yes, she got the key and unlocked herself. Yeah, and still work. couldn't get out. I yeah. uh, then we go to Doctor Lynn. Mm-hmm. A lot of doctors uh, in this movie. Uh, she is Good unhappy. Doctor. Yeah. Uh, and then kidnapped mm-hmm. by a man. She <laughs> <laughs> was a bad life, and then she's taken captive. <laughs> it goes from bad to worse for Dr. Lin. <laughs> uh, she is tasked with keeping Jigsaw alive. He well, is, tra- his yeah. brain tumor is like really has him on the precipice of death. Yes, there's a game in play. It's hemorrhaging. There's pressure happening on his brain. Yeah, but there's, there's one final test that he needs to survive, and so... She gets she gets put in there and gets like a shotgun collar wrapped around her neck. It's great, very trap. cool. It's yeah, so cool. and uh, is told like, "Hey, you got to keep him alive until this trap's done. If he dies, you get shot in the head yeah. like seven times at once." If you walk too once. far away, you'll get shot with seven shotgun shells. Or if his heart rate flatlines, you'll also get killed. yeah. And so she has to work on keeping him alive while Jeff uh, wakes up in a crate and has to go through his t- his test. Yes, yeah. uh, Jeff's son was killed. By a, a, a drunk driver, a hit and run. I'm I, not sure. I, I don't. I, I think the son went in the middle of the road. Okay. Because you saw the g- the guy who drove outside the car like crying, mm. and I think the thing is like he made an honest mistake. Yeah, you know? and but he it was a it was a car accident, killed his young son. Probably. Testing. He's he's been angry and catatonic mm. for like five years. Millennials, am I right? <laughs> and so he has to. I'm tweeting. <laughs> I'm, I'm posting. Yeah, I'm posting on X. <laughs> Not in 2007. <laughs> I'm sure he was tweeting. I'm updating my status. <laughs> uh, Driver I, is. I can't think of, I don't know his name. Yeah. Updating my MySpace. Timothy I'm changing Young. the HTML Timothy on the Young page while driving. is driving. La la la. Everyone said it. L O L O L O L. I have one of the few invites to this website, Facebook. Harvard.edu. To rate college women. 
so uh, Jeff wakes up. He's angry about his kid being dead. Uh, <laughs> and is told by Jigsaw that you've every got, morning <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be confronted with a bunch of people that were involved in the death of your child. And by a bunch. Two? Three. Oh, yeah. I guess the third one being the guy that did it. Uh, and you've got to either save them or not. And then you'll be presented with the killer. And you uh, you should choose to forgive him. Yeah. Uh, and save him. And he goes through and, uh, you know, the first uh, the first trap is a witness to the crime who, who chose refused, not to testify. To justify, yeah. uh, she's caught in a freezer and is being blasted with water. Naked. And she freezes to death before yeah. he can get the key. Too fast for me. Like, no way. Mm. But the last makeup effect on her is cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, like, covered is nice. cool. It's great. Yeah. Uh, then he moves on to the judge from the case who sentenced the young man <laughs> the to judge. six months in prison. Yeah. Uh, played by Robert Duvall. Uh, <laughs> so he's shitting in a shower when the guy comes yeah. in. <laughs> uh, he is locked at the bottom of a giant vat. Uh, and it and smells stinky in that room. It does. Stinky. Uh, the key to unlock him is inside of uh, Jeff's son's belongings, which are in an incinerator. And he has to burn them uh, and release his attachment to them so he can get the key. Or else. Meanwhile... Uh, a bunch of fetid, rotting hogs are being uh, conveyor belted into a Sweet. big grinder. Yeah. They're dead. Thankfully. That's the name of my metal band, by the way, the fetid, rotting hogs. <laughs> That's great. Same in my porn channel. Uh, <laughs> like my porno. <laughs> fetid, rotting hogs dot XXX. Yeah. It's just a bunch of dirty dicks. Don't go to it. <laughs> it's bad. They're being like dropped into it. a big grinder. <laughs> And the juice is then being sprayed into the vat. Oh, that and juice. So the, judge... the juice is not worth the squeeze. <laughs> no. If but, you know what I mean. <laughs> but it's very much loose. It's so <laughs> loose juice. Yeah. The juice is loose. <laughs> oh, man. Saw three, the juice is loose. <laughs> and so oh. he's got to save the judge before he drowns in pig. <laughs> and he does. He does. He saves him. Yeah. Yeah. Safety it's very judge. serious when it happened. This is he no laughing waits matter. Too long to do all these things. You it's would think hard to burn. Yeah. You would think by the third time. But he he's wanted revenge on these people. But yeah, yeah he oh. never learns his lesson. So he he's sitting so there the whole bad time. after the woman. You would think by the third time he's like, I just got to do it. And yeah. revenge feels good, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Punching the guy in the face whose limbs are getting ripped up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I do feel better. I was right. Uh, well, thanks, he Jigsaw. <laughs> he moves on to the third room with the judge. I feel uh, a lot better. Which has the young man that killed his son. He's attached to Jigsaw's favorite trap, the rack. But will it be ours? Find uh, out later. Mm. Which, uh, you know, his arms and legs are sort of pinned inside yeah. of these metal uh, constraints. And they start getting twisted uh, slowly but surely. And Jeff has to retrieve the key to unlock him before he's twisted to death. The key, of course, is attached to a shotgun. Yeah. And so the thing is, will you will you forgive this man and take a bullet to save the man who killed your son? Right. Uh, he ends up shooting the judge by mistake, and the guy dies anyway. Yes. Uh, he releases the key, which then blows the judge's head off. Though clearly, if the judge had not been standing where he was, just no one would have gotten, no gotten shot. Got shot. Uh, I don't know. This one's on Jeff. He should have checked behind him before he did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the machine twists the guy's arms and legs in sort of like a 360 degree yeah. pattern mm -hmm. and then moves on to his head and you know, uh, <sighs> twists his head to death. 
but Jeff escapes uh, and then proceeds into the uh, into the doctor's office where Amanda has been losing it. I before uh, by the way, great brain surgery scene. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Doc- we see so much of that shit happen. That skull getting torn open. We see all that shit. Doctor Lynn does brain surgery. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, relieves the pressure. Yeah. Uh, Jigsaw, Jigsaw keeps- lets out a big. Oh, like he yeah. just took a big piss. I'm oh. sure he did. <laughs> oh. Oh. He keeps trying to tell Amanda, like, leave Dr. Lynn alone. Yeah. Like, she's important uh, to you. And but, Ama- he's, but he keeps testing her by going, like, hold my hand, Dr. Lynn. Amanda, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Man, have you ever noticed did that I Dr. Lynn's prettier than you? Did I ever tell you that I don't like Amanda? Oh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't much care for Amanda. <laughs> She's just so bad at this. <laughs> what if you were my apprentice? I'll never marry her. <laughs> Even if she's the last girl in the world. <laughs> Which is my plan. <laughs> His plan is to kill everyone. <laughs> but like slowly, everyone, one at a time. Everyone's bad but me. I have everyone, two months to kill seven billion people. <laughs> and I have to design like elaborate traps to do them one by one. I need to mass produce bear traps. Yeah. <laughs> or just one big bear trap for a whole city. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Los Angeles. I want to play a game. <laughs> Space is like up, like projected into clouds. I mean, this is Satan in space. <laughs> a big yeah. super villain. I am located in, <laughs> in the International Space into Station. into the circle. Yeah. Very I'm good. Go- <laughs> I'm going to fly the International Space Station into the Earth. <laughs> this is not the Eras Tour. I've turned the Staples Center into the world's biggest bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> and you are all going to die unless Billy gets over his alcoholism. Yeah. Pretty, pretty soon the field what will explode I? and collapse, much like in the Dark Knight Rises. And 40, you 40,000 people are there. One guy has to change. Yeah. And he doesn't want Don't to. Don't drink that beer with the guys who are here selling it. It's on you, Billy. $5 Bud Light. I'll take one. No, no. <laughs> Why are you selling to him? Look, I got to make a living. <laughs> My supervisor's watching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine, Bud Lights. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I, I'm sweaty. <laughs> Jeff escapes the traps and finds uh, <coughs> finds Amanda holding Dr. Lynn at gunpoint because she's sick of it all. Uh, Amanda shoots Dr. Lynn, uh, only for Jigsaw <laughs> to reveal that that was Jeff's wife. There's the twist. Yeah. Jeff shoots Amanda. There's more than one twist. Uh, Amanda yes. helped. With, Amanda helped yes. in the first movie. Lee comes back. We see that she's killing people. Donnie Wahlberg. We see what happens to him. He he hits into a fight with Amanda. She kills him. She Maybe. kicks his. She kicks his bad foot and kind of yeah. leaves him for yeah. dead again. We don't know. Um, and then uh, uh, Jigsaw knows about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, same thing with the cop who got ripped in half. Jigsaw knows about this, and he's like. Um, the the test has actually been for you as well. Right. Yeah, for Amanda. Uh, I need an apprentice who won't betray the morals of what we're doing. Yeah, and she fails, she fails. the test. Uh, and then so does Jeff, who chooses to kill Jigsaw. Because uh, he does not know. Right, that, that will trigger his wife's uh, shotgun collar yep. and her head goes away. So cool. But then we find oh. out that Jeff's daughter has also been kidnapped yeah. and is locked in a room. And then... And we we get a whole montage of all the different Saw movies, and it seems like the end of the trilogy, doesn't it? it yeah, sure does. like, but I like that ending where it's like he just he, he, he jigsaw wins, the traps go on. Sorry, um, rating Andrew. 
rating saw three star uh, rating. saw three i'm gonna give it a 3.5 wow nice noah that's strong uh three for me three for you yeah uh i like i think that it's all very clear i think it's well shot i think the doctor's very good in it it's got a lot of moral things the gore is great uh i give it three as well uh best trap andrew Ooh, best trap. Uh, <clears throat> I actually really like the one with the incinerator with uh, all of his kids' toys in it and, and the hogs. Uh, I, I think one. that's the that one's the most emblematic of like, okay, this is really about you giving up your attachments. Noah? Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I think that it, the price not being physical pain but emotional pain yeah. is interesting. Okay, that's true. And also just like the thought of this guy drowning in yeah, rotting I, hog goo is repulsive. Mark it down, I agree. And then finally, no, <coughs> we have three. Let's rank them. I okay. go one, three, two. And I go three, two, one. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Uh, what would you like to plug before we uh, we end here? Ooh, I would like to plug my Twitch stream. You guys can check me out at twitch.tv slash Streams. He's playing a fun game or something, right? What's that game called? Something. I was Balderdash. playing... Balderdash. Yeah, Balderdash Gates. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 That's what it is. Uh, is, is what I'm playing. Yeah, check him out. He's awesome. Um, and uh, thanks for being here. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Noah, recommend a movie for the folks this week slash weekend. Yeah, there's still not a ton of new stuff going on out there. Bubble, uh, bubble. I haven't seen yeah. uh, The Exorcist Believer. Uh, I feel like it should be called Exorcist Believer. The Exorcist Believer is weird to me. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I I hear that. I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I uh, if you haven't yet gotten your tickets for Taylor Swift the Eras Tour, the Eras Tour, it's probably time. Uh, this is less a recommendation Swifties. and more just a uh, a public service announcement. Swifties, we're here. Uh, that, that's gonna that's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. That yeah. movie, some weird stuff's gonna go on there. Uh, I think it'll be pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I, I I more mean sort of the. The environment will be unlike what one sees oh, in a movie sure. usually. I my so I guess I will I will make that I will make that my recommendation. My recommendation is going to be stop making sense. Yeah, uh, all right. Filmed by to- Jonathan a, Demme and Talking Heads. That's a better choice. And I think that you and I should spend the next forty-five minutes discussing theater etiquette. Okay. Uh, you want right. to tell people what happened? Yeah, so we, we we're willing to dox ourselves. Come at us, bro. Yeah, we fi- we finally got uh, got a chance to see Stop Making Sense. Uh, yeah, on its big re-release here, uh, really great. Yeah, uh, great thoroughly uh, thoroughly co-signed that recommendation. I yeah. uh, and I've never seen a band look happier than they look in that fucking doc. Yeah, it's crazy, uh, crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy fun show. It seemed. I uh, couple of people in the rows ahead of us seem to treat it more as like a public forum uh-huh. than a movie going experience or really a concert going experience. Yeah. Uh, they we, were, they we, were chatting it up. They were uh, drinking a little more than one probably should. And this is at a theater that does a lot of drinking. Sure. Yeah. It's like, you can, you can drink during a movie, you can drink during a concert, but like, you know, to have some self-respect, they were dancing in the aisle, which like I was fine with. That's, I think, yeah, that's that's more than acceptable at a concert, uh, a bit like a big famous concert movie. Yeah, I think that's fine. But then they but just the started talking. chatting. They're just the talking during it. Yeah, I uh, 
also like they they were they were singing occasionally and that was also fine lots of people were uh, were chiming in at some of their favorite yeah, songs except but except for in just, between the songs yeah just have just having conversations uh loudly and openly and that was uh, we had someone near us who got into an argument with this man who kept telling him to shut it and the guy going no it's not a movie it's a performance and the guy would no it's a film movie and like even if it was a performance like if this was like a play you're not doing that shit. Yeah. There was a concert. You're probably not doing that shit. The difference is it's not a concert. You want to know why? Because we're in a quiet room with sound being projected into it. The noise isn't already happening in the room. So we can all hear you, sir. I was, we, no and I were both ready to physically fight him. And then uh, the crowd at one point got up and went to the front of the, uh, the theater to start dancing. And he joined them and we never saw him again. And that was fine. It was. Uh, it probably won't happen to you though. You should see that movie. When you go see Stop Making Sense and you want to dance, get up and dance, move to the side so you're not blocking anybody's view and have a great time. Agreed. Don't talk. Anyway, um, we want to thank uh, Ahmad again for joining us on this. Not Ahmad. No. Who joined us? Andrew. Andrew, Andrew for joining us on this episode. Uh, I mean, we'd like to thank Ahmad anyway. He's he's fun. He's a good. Sure. Friend. Appreciate you. Um, and Noah, plug us up. All right, you can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter. We're on Twitch. <laughs> we're on, we're, yeah, we're on X at WitBoxOffice. And we are on X. There's <laughs> yeah, also our Instagram The guy handle. we were with said there wasn't anybody dancing. And we said, what? <laughs> I am on X at Noah Druke. I'm at Brian DeSerber, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. It's also my letterbox handle. If you want some spoilers as to my final rankings of Saw, that's where to go. Nice. Uh, of course, the feed for our podcast can be found uh, anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. Yeah. We are on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a reach. We're soon to be on YouTube Music. Is that what you're doing? Uh, well, I, I just mean there's so few podcast apps left. Uh, the one uh, that I use is called Overcast. Yeah, uh, much like the weather. I uh, yeah, we'll be making our YouTube music debut whenever that becomes a platform. All so right. uh, mark your calendars. We can't wait. Um, next week, Saws four, five, and six are they the best of the trilogy? No, no. Plus, Taylor Swift independently opens her movie. She made a deal with theaters exclusively. Uh, and the studios were pissed. Was it worth it? Is it going to be a uh, $100 million opener? Yes. yes. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll talk all about it. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next time. And until then, go see a movie and don't talk.